It is not easy being a British Prime Minister these days, or to accentuate the positive in that role. There's been a procession of them, and the procession may not be over, to chat about this with us and assorted topics is Sunday Morning's UK correspondent Jamie Tahana. Jamie's a freelance journalist over there and well remembered here for his fine work at RNZ, including a role as Māori News Editor. Kia ora, Jamie. Lovely to talk to you. Good to be back. How's the weather? It's hard to keep up with all your storms. It seems to be a new named storm every week, doesn't it? Isha was just the latest one to pass through the last couple of days, but... um. I mean, you're in a British winter, aren't you? It's going to be grey, it's going to be windy, it's going to be wet, and you're going to have about five hours of light a day, so it's all kind of blurs into one. I googled Isha, because I thought that's an interesting name, and I wondered about its history. And in Sanskrit, it means one who protects. And I thought, that's weird. Funny thing to call a storm, isn't it? I, I, I've got to admit, I, d- I did the same because we had Storm Carrot a couple of weeks ago, and it turns out they share the naming with the Dutch and the Irish, which is why uh, why you get quite a spread of names across various storms. Right, <laughs> drawing on the various fun fact trivia for Sunday morning communities in Europe. Uh, very good. Uh, Tory MPs rally around Rishi Sunak after ex-minister calls for PM to quit. Uh, the ex-minister is Simon Clark, writing in the Telegraph. He used the um, time-honoured analogy of uh, being the person shouting iceberg on the Titanic. You know, he can see what's coming. But, Jamie, I've looked at a selection of polling figures, and basically the Tories in the UK have stayed in the 20s. Uh, since the scandals that did for Boris Johnson and Labour's in the 40s. That's that's my reading of it. What's your analysis of Sunak's predicament right now? There seems to be some kind of scandal or defecting MP or resignation every couple of weeks here for the past few months. You know, Simon Clark is just the latest to call for Rishi Sunak to go, but we've had Conservative MPs resign over the Rwanda scandal. The Rwanda deal that's been proposed for asylum seekers, we've had a few resign in the past few weeks, so Rishi Sunak faces a few by-elections in the next few months in the lead-up to the election. But no one seems to have followed suit there, even if, you know, by the reading of most media... It's a common feeling within the caucus. No one's followed Simon Clark out. So Rishi Sunak appears to be safe for now. But I guess with politics here, who really knows over the next couple of weeks, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. some, the scandals just keep coming. I, for Labour, Sir Keir Starmer's own net favourability rating, this is YouGov, the polling company, their figures, has fallen nine points to 22 over the last fortnight. 54% of voters feel negatively about him as well. It's a little like the situation across the pond, isn't it, with Biden and Trump. People don't really want either of them. And just talking to people of younger generations, it's quite, it's a sort of dispirited feeling, right? It seems to be a sense of voting a party out rather than loving the alternative yes so no one's really trying to rock the boat but at the same time you've also got low favorability for both political leaders here 
even if the polls do point to a Labour government come the election after 13 years, 14. It's hard to rock the Titanic anyway. It's <laughs> what a Especially when it's in two bits. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what's the status now? You mentioned Rwanda with the House of Lords voting uh, against this Rwanda agreement uh, to send your 30,000 asylum seekers a year arriving in little boats uh, to this landlocked country in East Central Africa. How's the, what's the future for that deal? The UK government is determined to have it go and, you know, late in November supreme court ruled that the scheme was unlawful it breached various international laws it breached various uk laws and so after that ruling the government introduced a new bill to declare rwanda a safe country which would allow it to send asylum seekers there i mean none have gone there so far it seems to be bogged down but it it is true isn't it though that more brits support the Rwanda plan than oppose it. So anti-immigrant sentiment is still strong. It's been that strong thing, yes. So Labour's proposal is that they would work with France so that they wouldn't reach the channel. And and, and that's what's being discussed in this case. But the current government saying that that wouldn't work so but yeah it it does seem to be politically popular although it does and remember the brexit vote was largely tied to immigration as well so yeah that sentiment does does seem to be running through a fair bit maybe it would have been easier to work with france if you'd stayed in the european union well, that has been raised, but it, it seems to be the taboo no one's touching this election. The head of the British Army, General Sir Patrick Sanders, has made headlines again. Last year, this was the bloke who reckoned the UK was facing a 1937 moment following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And now uh, Sir Patrick has said Britain must be put on a war footing uh, with conscription get the army numbers up nobody but him wants to discuss this seemingly it raised a few eyebrows i mean kind of disappeared when everyone you know simultaneously ruled it out so, um, which you know someone who would be of conscription age is quite a relief <laughs> to myself but um he used the Uk- russian invasion of ukraine as as a reason for saying, you know, as things get increasingly tense, the UK is not on a solid footing in his opinion. And he suggested conscription could an idea could be an idea that was quite promptly ruled out, but it does seem to be a concern around the UK government that retention and hiring into the military is is far behind far fewer numbers than where they would want to be. And that's a problem, I think, common to a lot of the countries in the so-called West, actually. It doesn't seem an enticing prospect for a lot of young people. Yeah, well, we saw it in New Zealand, didn't we, with the exodus seemingly going on at the moment. So mm. it does seem to be, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a common pattern. Yeah. Well, before we go, Jamie, 
your national, just to add to the gloomy news, your, your national cyber security centre says scam emails are going to start looking more and more convincing. This doesn't sound good. No, not just scam emails. I mean, the NCSC said um, generative AI tools have already made, helped make approaches more convincing. And then you've got concerns of an election coming up this year of the extent that artificial intelligence will be used. You know, we've had things like doctored or artificially generated photos being used in campaigns or um, audio is another one coming up. You can make AI audio grabs, which have proved to be pretty convincing in some cases. There was one of Sir Keir Starmer a few weeks ago allegedly him swearing but emerged it was entirely doctored so ai is becoming a bit concerned both in terms of scams but also democracy coming into an election year just to the what extent what kind of influence it may have both yeah on the election but also with scams or phishing attacks or more nef- other ne- nefarious uses we're beginning to live in a world of make-believe Aren't we? Uh, this report, I, this report I saw seems just to shrug its shoulders regarding catching any of the cyber threat bad actors in the world. The, the former head of the NCSC, you know, said, you know, you've, we, we've got to give up on the fantasies of striking back against these criminals. So I suppose you live in a country that doesn't like another country, and you can do what you really like. Uh, and nobody's going to stop you doing it. That's the grim prospect, isn't it? And the ease of it, seemingly, too, right? Anyone can from anywhere. It's, it seems to be, yeah, they're, they're definitely quite worried about it here. Next time we talk to you, we'll try and find some happier news. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. Spring will be emerging, right? And, uh, 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 the, the mood will have lifted and happiness surely will find a... <laughs> We'll find the world's biggest squirrel or something for you. The sun will shine through. Very good. Lovely to talk to you, Jamie. Thanks for joining us. Kia ora.